Welcome to Intimacy Architecture with Christiane Bella. This call-in radio show is here to help you discover the power of your intimacy. So join us with your questions for Christiane and her world-renowned guests, authors, speakers, and doctors. Together, they will help you build a life you love. This is a shame-free space where no topic is taboo. Here is your host, Christiane Bella. Hi, I am Christiane Bella, and you are listening to Intimacy Architecture. It is so wonderful to be here with you. Thanks for tuning in. Today, our guest is Dane Stevens. He is the author of Claim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. It is a wonderful book, really diving into his personal journey and how that led him to create this particular technique of neurotrauma healing process. Um, and so I'm so excited to have you on. Welcome, Dane. Thanks for having me, Christiane. Great to be here. Yes. So, um, so give me a little bit of your backstory. This is something you created out of necessity. Um, you needed a healing modality to navigate your personal experience. And it's turned into something that's been, you know, just a gift to so many people, um, I found it to be a wonderful writing exercise. I'm excited to dive deeper into it myself. So tell me, how did you come to this place where you realize, like, I've got to figure this out for me? Um, was it just a trial and error or? Well, like you say, it was really by necessity because mm-hmm. I went to a uh, healer th- slash therapist to mm-hmm. uh, help me with a childhood abuse issue that was wreaking havoc in my relationships. And, you know, overall I was doing quite well in my life, except for my relationships. So when I went to her, I knew nothing of trauma energy. And and she asked if I would like to, she called it going for a home run Mm -hmm. as in try to force the trauma out of me and not knowing anything about trauma or what that really meant. Mm -hmm. I said, sure. And she did proceed to, and it, it happened a number of sessions in, I don't know, 10, 12 sessions. I don't know how many sessions in, but um, this energy circ that she she talked about broke in my lower mm-hmm. shocker, which she had told me about before. And when I got off the table, she had me on the table in different positions. Mm-hmm. At that, I can remember specifically even today, that time where she told me to go there, go there, when she had me yeah. twisted on the table in some strange position. And I was completely out of it. Couldn't even tell which way it was up. And when I got off the table that time, I had this, I was flooded with this fearful energy and for no reason. And I just assumed that it would mm-hmm. pass. It was just some strange thing happening in my body or what have you. And it mm-hmm. did not. And that mm-hmm. fearful, unstable energy um, persisted and, and continued to go on. I kept seeing her, but okay. the inside, creating the outside, feeling unstable, feeling mm-hmm. fearful, feeling... Uh, uh, you know, so disconnected, my outer world started to literally crumble around me and I lost everything. And I had a successful business before that and, uh, and was doing, like I say, quite well in my life, except for my relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, when this happened, uh, it's like somebody turned a vacuum onto my life. I lost clients and mm-hmm. contracts and the sale of a business. And I lost everything. And within 18 months, I was broke. And she quit seeing me because I lost money, but also I really believe because she didn't know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe what she'd done or, or how to fix it. So um, that put me on this mad search to figure out what the heck happened and how to get my life back. And I literally, you know, in that became homeless because I wow. was 
uh, destitute and, and lost everything. So, but yeah, I went on a mad search to figure out what the heck happened to me, how to get my life back. Yeah. And it took me five years to find somebody who could tell me what happened to me. And mm-hmm. ironically enough, it was because she had the same thing happen to her. And mm-hmm. her name was, is Hazel and she's a trauma specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously because of her situation, do what happened to her as well. So mm-hmm. that gave me great hope. Um, seeing somebody who had experienced what I'd experienced and was able to tell me what happened to me. Nobody could tell me what happened to mm-hmm. me. And she explained how the nervous system worked, uh, how trauma works. She was a student of Peter Levine and mm-hmm. uh, Bert Hellinger and um, Vessel Battercoke and so on. So she had some real great knowledge behind her. Um, yeah. So I learned how the nervous system worked through that mm-hmm. and learned about trauma through that. But I didn't get healing there. I didn't get the relief that I needed. It wasn't until I connected with John Bradshaw's work and did that left right brain uh, Mm -hmm. type of work that I really knew that I had that connection. I connected to that hurt, wounded, fearful part. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, um, how I was forced, shall we say, into discovering this because I was in fight or flight. I was a mess and searching for some form of relief. Wow. And it's just so amazing because, you know, for those of you who will watch uh, videos of this later on YouTube and, and in all those fun spots, um, I mean, you're in a beautiful home. It's this like lovely, serene setting, this lovely staircase, you know, cascading behind you. Your cat is actually running up oh, there yeah. right now. <laughs> Making a guest appearance. But to just, you know, <laughs> that moment where I think a lot of people – you know, and anyone who's done any 12 step work knows that, you know, they're always like, oh, the rock bottom. And I like to think of it as the the breakdown before the breakthrough or, um, you know, your spiritual awakening, dark night of the soul. Everyone has a thing for it, but it's how we take what happens to us and what we transform it and do with it. Um, and I love that because you mentioned that even in the book, you know, is that ultimately we are responsible for our lives. And so, you know, yes, obviously honoring whatever has occurred in your life. Um, but at some point it's up to us to decide how we're going to go in and kind of rewire this network because it literally is a network just the way, you know, (laughs) we're using these fancy computers right now to zoom across. It is a network you can program and you can get it to run the, the story that is, you know, most beneficial to you. Well, I, I think that's the thing too, is, you know, there's, there's a number of, of awarenesses in that. Mm-hmm. And first, if, if I can talk about responsibility and when I say responsibility, we talk about responsibility mm-hmm. and, you know, we're not saying that you're responsible for being abused as a child or, not- you know, getting yourself, right. um, you know, abused in, in any way. Yeah. Um, but when you understand, first of all, how you work and you understand that when we, you have what's termed a trauma and I'll Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that later too, because you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who doesn't have what's considered a trauma looping Mm -hmm. within them. But that looping of that experience cannot help but all picture itself in some negative pattern. So when you understand that, and you keep experiencing something over and over again, it doesn't matter whether it's with your health, your wealth, your relationships, whether it's attracting a abusive uh, mate all the time or going broke all the time or getting sick all the time. If you have that pattern uh, and you haven't been able to solve it or, or, or heal it, I can pretty much assure you, you have something stuck looping in your nervous system unprocessed. 
And in that, it, it you know, you talk about dealing with addiction. And that is, you know, like Trump, it's the same, same thing, basically. But it's so frustrating and you feel so helpless because mm-hmm. that experience gets triggered and the synopsis fires in your brain and you're back there. Mm-hmm. And you wake up with the fourth drink in your hand or you wake up in a fight with your spouse or you wake up crying or come out, become conscious, mm-hmm. crying, oh, you know, how did I get here again? And you mm-hmm. feel helpless. So we haven't had direct and safe access to that. And so we've had a lot of information, but hopefully this can help people to get, um, you know, the, the, the solution and it's time for solution. And, 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 you know, regarding responsibility, once again, understanding that it's happening inside of you, that's the responsibility that I'm talking about, not blaming yourself or beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. There's no value in that, but understanding that if you have a negative pattern, you are the common denominator, it's happening inside of you. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really, you know, the reason why I love having people like you on because um, ultimately if you're going to have any kind of relationship, that relationship first begins with you. And I think one of the biggest pieces in, in initiating that relationship with yourself is a forgiveness, compassion, but it's also understanding and it's knowing and owning your part in co-creating this life that you get to have. Um, so let's circle back around to a couple things. One of which is the trauma. Um, and so for those of you who are listening, who maybe aren't familiar with the terms like PTSD or this idea that there's like little T trauma and big T trauma. Maybe you can just kind of give a quick uh, summary to what that means when we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Christian, because when we say trauma, most people think of it as some huge, big physical Mm -hmm. or emotional experience. And that's true. If you were, you know, even something from um, being abused in, in some way that you know you were traumatized, whether it be physically, whether it be emotionally, mentally, what have you, and you know you were traumatized. Something like being in a car crash, you mm-hmm. you know had an experience where it was very overwhelming. And, uh, or, or going, you know, a lot of people have gone to war and that yeah. obviously can be a very traumatic experience. And you know you've been traumatized when something like that happens. Mm-hmm. So those are, as you said, big T traumas. We know we've been traumatized. The little t traumas are the ones that we might not, they're the harder ones because we might not identify with what is termed trauma. Something like neglect, where it looks like nothing happened. And that's true. But as a child, and I I refer to child often because growing up, you know, we have those undeveloped minds and we are sponges. So we are more susceptible to trauma. And it's uh, between the age of five or six is when our, 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 um, persona tends to be set. So we have just mm-hmm. soaked up all that information and traumas can, can set in there and we don't even know it. So in regards to being neglected as a child, mm-hmm. we have made a decision about that, about ourselves. And that has altered our natural outward expression and has skewed our, our yeah. picture, our view of ourself away from our, our nature. Mm-hmm. So there's that or growing up with a high functioning alcoholic where we might not even know that we are on the receiving end of abuse, but alcoholism itself is a form of self-abuse that cannot be helped but be passed on. So once again, if we were in that, that, that arena, uh, yeah. we had to alter our behavior some way away from our, our nature and mm-hmm. who we really are. And that would be considered a trauma and we might not identify with them. And another one, which is, you know, yeah. also very, very passive is if somebody close to us passes. And it doesn't have to be, 
um, in, in, a, in a negative way. They passed me because of old age or natural causes. But if they were close to us or, you know, a real impact in our life and we didn't know how to deal with it at that age or, or there was nobody replaced that person in our life, we had to alter our behavior. So these things can all result in a trauma. And you'd be, once again, hard-pressed to find anybody right. that doesn't have some degree of that looping in the nervous system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you're talking about a time when we were very vulnerable, right? At a child, there are needs that you cannot meet on your own. And right. so if the world around you somehow begins to send this message that like people aren't dependable or, you know, there's, or there's something wrong. I love that you talk about that in your book, this idea of like, there, you know, unraveling the story of that there's something wrong and like, yeah. what if, um, so yeah, I mean, definitely, if you want to, like, even just jump in and, and share more about that, well, that piece. That that kind of, what I want for this work, mm-hmm. or hope this work will, will give to people, is understanding how we work. Mm-hmm. Because that is such a key, because we have been trying, trying, trying outside of ourselves, and there's nothing out there. So to understand how the nervous system works, how we work, and so, yeah, you can get the keys to your life back reclaim your power back. Mm-hmm. And when you, you talk about those I am statements, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, what have you. Once again, if we are affected in, in young age, especially in infancy, um, I guess I'm going to back up a little bit here because I need to explain that a little further. When we're growing up, who feeds us, who clothes us, who houses us, who mm-hmm. hopefully nurtures and loves us, our parents or our caregivers. So as infants, they are our source. And in a, we don't realize this, but that becomes our version, vision of, of God. It's our source of everything. Mm-hmm. So that being said, growing up, we can make some pretty irrational decisions mm-hmm. because we can't blame them because mm-hmm. they are our source. So they can't be wrong. So it must be me. So that's where we blame ourselves as mm-hmm. children, which is completely illogical when you think of it as an from an adult standpoint, but that's what happens. And when we get those I am statements at that young age, uh, that turns into what's been coined toxic shame Mm. that covers everything you do. Because if you're not good enough, then you can't have a good relationship. You can't make lots of money. You Mm. can't be a successful whatever. And, you know, I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough, you know, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So to uncover those is just, uh, yeah, kind of important. And it doesn't take as long as we, we think mm-hmm. it, it does when you're able to make direct contact with that belief, with that wounded part of you. So, Absolutely. And I'm excited to dive into more about that because I think, yeah, this idea of separation um, and we, you know, we kind of begin to separate from ourselves, those parts that we deem unworthy. And so we'll dive into more of that as soon as we return from our break. I am Christiane Bella, and you are listening to Intimacy Architecture. Our guest is Dane Stevens, author of Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. We'll be back in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The holidays are just around the corner. Do you want to go through another round of fighting and avoiding your family? Or are you ready to build the life you love? 
Intimacy Architecture is here to help with our Relationship Reset Program, which combines individual and partner sessions, learn communication techniques, self-awareness, and shift your approach to connection so you can restore trust and enjoy healthy relationships with those close to you. Visit IntimacyArchitect.com to enroll. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Intimacy Architecture. We want to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. You know there's a question you have or something on your mind. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? That's okay. Send an email to intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. Christiane might be answering you on an upcoming show. Now back to Intimacy Architecture. Welcome back. You are listening to Intimacy Architecture, helping you to build a life you love. I am Christiane Bella, and I am so excited. You are in the midst of a great conversation with Dane Stevens, the author of Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. So right before the break, Dane and I were talking about how, you know, this idea of not being worthy causes us to kind of fragment and we we separate from parts of ourselves and we detach um, and those parts of ourselves get buried. And I mean, that's ultimately what, you know, this trauma that came up in your life, you buried, I mean, really deep. It was something like, was it like 16 years or something that you repress yeah. this before it yeah, 16 yeah. or 17 I'm, I'm not entirely sure but yeah, yeah like a long time and and you know i i it felt like i forgot about it mm-hmm. i mean you can't forget about something like that it right. was so painful and, and once again to understand how we work as human beings mm-hmm. the brain's mo is survival so it doesn't want this right. barrage of unwanted information which is mm-hmm. maybe i should talk about how we process things to make that understandable. Yeah. yeah. So how, how we process things is things come in through the right brain, which mm-hmm. is color, sound, imagination, formless. It experiences it in its entirety, and then it sends it to the left brain to be made sense of, understood, mm-hmm. and filed. If it's too scary, too bizarre, too outrageous, we can't you know fathom that, right. that left brain rejects it and sends it back to the right brain. The right brain does what the right brain does sees it, feels it, experiences it in its entirety, and sends it to the left brain to be made sense mm-hmm. of, filed, understood. If it's still too much, still too overwhelming, that left brain rejects it and it sends it back, and the cycle has begun. And that is what is termed trauma. And here's where we get to the brain's MO is survival. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't want this bunch of right. unwanted, potentially dangerous information yeah. that gets in the way of its your survival. So it pushes it out of the way. Hence to the subconscious. Mm-hmm. Is it gone? Is that out of the way? Definitely not. Still very much alive, mm-hmm. looping in your nervous system, trying to process itself, it's trapped somewhere in your body. Mm-hmm. So when that looping is happening, you are seeing it, seeing it, seeing it, seeing it over and over again as your nervous mm-hmm. system is trying to process it. That's taking up your time and attention and, and, and you know, creating tension in your body. And it has to picture itself. The inside mm-hmm. is the creator of the outside. So it's going to reveal itself in your mm-hmm. life as some form of what I'll say dysfunction or sort of something right. out of alignment with mm-hmm. you know, your natural harmony of life. Yeah. yeah. And it is so interesting because um, I'm sure the book, you know, like the body keeps score. Um, I feel like there's lots of books on that concept of, 
even what your mind is protecting you from remembering, your body remembers because of the way the nervous system works, because of the fascia being connected, you know, to the muscles, to the the same way, you know, I I was on autopilot today as I drove to my acupuncturist. I like, at one point I was like, oh, I'm at the exit. Like, I don't even know how I got here, but I just, you know, we, we have these stored memories and our body responds to it. Um, And if you're playing one, yeah, that, you know, that you can't, break through on, um, then it, it does. It almost becomes like your tormentor, but you did find a way to break through. So after, you know, looking, like you said, outside of yourself, which I think it's important, we, you know, we go seek help. Um, but this kind of led you to really crack open in, in a very challenging way. Um, but that ultimately led you to this understanding of it's like a three part writing exercise. Maybe you can kind of break it down. Um, you know, and so, I highly recommend you all read this book and I'll be sure to include the link um, for yeah. the Reclaim Your Power. But yeah, so it's a writing exercise that, like you said, there's this left-right brain balance. It's, you know, it's using these specific techniques that you'll learn more about in the book um, to to get into that part of your brain and, and make it make sense so you can file yeah. it away in a healthy yeah. manner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, we, we help you to consciously process it. And in that, we kind of unwind it because this is a bit of a generalization, but what happens in a time of trauma is that right brain gets locked out. And in that, you know, kind of knock and look at it, knock and look at it, knock and look at it. So we give you the tools to, and how we access the subconscious mind is through emotion. Mm -hmm. So it's about that charge that's still held in there. That is what needs your loving attention. So when you have these experiences that happen, you have this fear that comes up. You have this reservation that comes up. You have this anger that comes up. Whatever it is, the sadness that keeps coming up, whatever it is, that's not who you are. That is a part inside of you that needs your loving attention. And when you understand that, then, you know, I, I can't help but refer to what's going on in the world today. And with what's going on in the world today, there is so much fear and frustration and anger that's up right now. And this is a bigger topic. I believe that's the, you know, our, our collective consciousness mm-hmm. coming out. Oh, yeah. But when we have those things that come up, that's, they, they are once again there because they need our loving attention. When we understand that and we learn how to go inside and give that part what it needs not to be afraid right. to, you know, uh, you know, release the anger or, or not be angry anymore. And we can so when we are able to understand how we work and go inside and give these parts what we need, all of a sudden that energy subsides. And it might take more than once, but you know you can literally bring that part to resolution, mm-hmm. not keep coping with it, not try to compensate for it, not try to blow through it. That doesn't work. Trust me, I'll tell mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So, but when you can connect with that inner part, that inner life, with inner compassionate connection, that's where you heal. And the connection itself, that relationship itself, that is the healing. And that may sound a little ethereal to some, but it, when you do it, it is so obvious mm-hmm. and it is so clear and it is you. And some really great things happen through this. One is when we connect inside, we realize, wow, it's mm-hmm. true. I do have life inside of me. Right. There is a relationship inside of me that you probably haven't known about or haven't known mm-hmm. how to connect with. 
So, and, and when you give this part what it needs, and we highly recommend using a facilitator, right. NT facilitator in the start, because um, we know ourselves too well, don't ask the questions mm-hmm. that might not work. First of all, know the workings of the subconscious mind, the maze of the subconscious mind, and how to show up for ourselves. Right. So, but, but when you do, you learn that when you give this part what it needs, yeah. whether it be attention, whether it be respect, whether it be love, then that's what shows up outside of you. As if by magic, it shows you how you work. Mm-hmm. And in that, it's, you know, most of us live life backwards. We look out there for our love. Mm-hmm. Look out there, try to, you know, do better to get respect or mm-hmm. achieve more to, to, to get notoriety or whatever it is. But when you give that to yourself, it shows up out there as if by magic. And because mm-hmm. that's how we work. And this shows you in, in no uncertain terms. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's quite profound yeah. uh, to say the least. So, I absolutely yeah. love it because we are energy. I mean, you know, if you really break everything down, everything is energy and cannot be created or destroyed. Um, but then you can direct it, you know, and, and so you get to decide how you're going to focus your energy. Um, and we get to, you know, anything we give attention to grows, it begins to take up more space. It begins to take more energy. So this idea to decide to pay attention in order to then shift the type of attention that you're giving instead of, you know, your thoughts and feelings, feeling like they're like creeping up and coming in to get you like the monster under the bed. You actually take the initiative to say like, I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to sit with you for a few minutes. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to hear what you have to say. I'm going to take notice. What is it that you need? Um, because I, I was doing some work on this recently and cause I have a book, you know, that I, and like the people are like, where is it? And I'm like, why am I, you know, I wanted this for so long. Why am I not doing it? And I'm like, Oh, because when I was like 10 years old or something, I tried to read somebody, something I wrote and they dismissed it and didn't like it and didn't want to hear it. And so that little part of me is still like playing that loop and, you know, trying to drive the people body bus or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and it's like sabotaging it. So it's like, we, we do need to check in. I mean, obviously most importantly about big, you know, T traumas, like sexual abuse that affects our relationships, but on so many levels, there's a lot of layers in there to which, you know, if we could check in and sit with ourselves and have these conversations, we would actually see, you know, like you said, it's, it's a, it's an inside job. <laughs> Well, and, you know, as you alluded to, mm-hmm. to change how we do things, because we have, you know, the personal development field, you know, it's great because that's, you know, where most of us started kind of thing. Yeah. But it's kind of like it's pointing yourself, using your mind in that way, using your conscious mind. And as you alluded to, you know, in order to really be successful, successfully us, we need to get to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Know thyself is not just this profound little saying, it's the key yeah. to your life. Yeah. Because, and in order to know yourself, mm-hmm. your subconscious mind is your most powerful creative faculty. Right. As uh, I quote Jung quite often, mm-hmm. who I really didn't know that well until I started doing this work, and I just see what a, uh, an amazing man that he was. But he likened how we work as an iceberg. With that yeah. 10% that's above the water, that our conscious mind, what we know, we know to be true, what we, we feel we know, where we can analyze and decide and so on. We point ourselves. But 
if you look at the, an iceberg, 90% of it is underneath the water. And that's what he likened to the subconscious mind, which is where we hold our core beliefs, our, mm-hmm. our true values. And then, and uh, in that, if we try to, from our conscious mind, make ourselves go in a certain direction, or mm-hmm. I want to do this, or we're going to be this way, we're going to be like this. But if it's out of alignment with that subconscious mind, you might as well spit it in the wind. And I think most of us have experienced that, whether it be trying to make more money or weight loss or even, you know, mm-hmm. an addiction where we decide that's it. We're not going to do it anymore. And we're going to, that's it, going to will our way. Mm-hmm. And then, it, but as soon as we stop, wham, it just goes back mm-hmm. because we have a belief inside of us. So yeah. to listen inside of you is the key mm-hmm. and to let that out. And in that, you know, the work that we do, it's more about allowance Right. It's the, the, the doing is secondary. I, for, I'm forever telling my clients, there's nothing to do. And in that, you know, you pay attention and you take your cues from in here. And if you do that, as Dr. John Bradshaw said, the wounded child becomes the wonder child. And it's mm. true. What I did not experience or I didn't ex- expect from this work right. was when we do this healing work. And, and I, I, once again, I keep saying from, from the child, which most of it comes from the child, but it doesn't have to be. You can right. have an adult trauma and you know if you have a pattern it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where it came from it just shows you there's something yeah. stuck in your nervous system but um when we do the healing work mm-hmm. and we slow and stop those tapes from looping in our nervous right. system what happens is it creates space in us yeah. and that space equals peace mm-hmm. and that space gets automatically and naturally filled with our nature and our nature is peaceful, it is powerful, it is abundant, it mm-hmm. is creative, it is loving, it is loved. And, you know, I say our nature because that's our hard wiring. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. So to get those beliefs and separation, those negative experiences, those limiting beliefs, I say out of the way, but it's more, more bringing them to resolution. Mm-hmm. That's what naturally comes through. You don't have to do anything. That's who and what you are. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, I use the word profound a lot, <laughs> but, uh, but it really is. It absolutely yeah, is. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I often see it like the, the dolls, the stacking dolls, you know, and, and you got to go in and kind of get to like the source doll <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you can go back out again. Um, but it's now each layer has a different representation, has a different job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I liken it a lot to this idea of like, you know, giving the interviews, like what is their superpower? Because if you aren't working with their superpower, then they're just running amok, you know, like, yeah. um, so it's, it's just a matter of like, yeah, how, how are you going to use, tap into this part, this inner child, like from yeah. the, the wounded to the, the, you know, wonders. And, and you know, yeah. in that it's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. The hard part, like you said, is it seems scary in the start. Because we so fear the unknown. Mm-hmm. But when you understand that your power, who you really are, comes from inside out, yeah. then you'll quit you know, wasting your time on the outside. And then, mm-hmm. like you say, we, we have to, we're all in different places. We all, right. you know, and even this work, there's not a person that couldn't help. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, but we all, I believe, do need to do the inner work. And, mm-hmm. and uh, until we exhaust ourselves looking outside of ourselves, um, Maybe we'll realize that these events that are happening, these right. dysfunctions aren't really dysfunctions. Maybe it's the universe's way of getting our attention, mm-hmm. getting us to go yeah. inside. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, we are all reflecting each other. So whatever you're seeing 
you know, you're a part of it. And so I think, yeah, we're being shown a lot of our shadow selves, whatever, you know, however you want to term it, the, the, the undigested in yoga. That's where I initially got my start, like, uh, 16, some art years ago, um, is, is this idea of the Agni, the undigested experiences that if not, um, they just kind of gurgle and burn and, and, uh, you know, you got to like clear that. And so, uh, yeah, I think, I think we're in that right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, we look at these things and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. this goes to mental health, right? We cannot help them. And we've all been touched and seen our inability as a society to deal with mental health. And as you just said, um, Chrissy, that it's, it's unfinished business. Mm-hmm. that's all mental health issues really are right. is, you know, that stuff that keeps percolating, per- keep percolating and it has to come out. Mm-hmm. So um, we, maybe we can uh, change the view of mental health and mm-hmm. really help our society to heal at such a deep and, and you know, foundational level. Absolutely. We are going to dive back into that in just a moment when we return from our break. You are listening to Intimacy Architecture. I am Christiane Bella and with me is Dane Stevens. Look forward to connecting with you after this break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The holidays are just around the corner. Do you want to go through another round of fighting and avoiding your family? Or are you ready to build the life you love? Intimacy Architecture is here to help with our Relationship Reset Program, which combines individual and partner sessions. Learn communication techniques, self-awareness, and shift your approach to connection so you can restore trust and enjoy healthy relationships with those close to you. Visit IntimacyArchitect.com to enroll. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to Intimacy Architecture. We want to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1 866 472 5788. You know there's a question you have or something on your mind. That's 1 866 472 5788. Feeling shy? That's okay. Send an email to intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. Christiane might be answering you on an upcoming show. Now back to Intimacy Architecture. I am Christiane Bella. Welcome back to Intimacy Architecture Radio, helping you to build a life you love. And with me is Dane Stevens, author of Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. So we've been talking about how to use the power um, and his specific technique, the neurotrauma healing process, to help to really reset these stories that we have in our mind Um something I'm going to quote <laughs> of, of Danes is you can never learn less. And I think it's an interesting thing because, you know, I think when we realize that the power is within us, at least for me, that was actually the scariest moment when I realized almost like matrix style, like I couldn't <laughs> unknow this. That like, was it. Like I can't go yeah. back now and pretend yeah. that I am like, you know, the victim to my circumstances. Now I have the ability to go in and actually integrate and, you know, so, yeah, Yeah. so it is a tricky thing. What do you think inspired you to like 
get past that point and say like, okay, you know, I, I know better. So now I am going to do better. What was that for you? Well, I, I think we all have that life force. We all do have that life force, that drive within us. So I can't really uh, say outwardly what drove me, but I know that I was continually driven mm-hmm. to unearth myself, mm-hmm. shall we say. And I had a, you know, my satora, shall we say, quite early in my life, but that wasn't, you know, that uh, uh, made me aware of life within me, but it didn't mm-hmm. create the healing. I didn't get that, that intimate relationship. I didn't get the healing I wanted at that point. It took me another mm-hmm. 25 years. But, you know, yes, I, I feel that I've always been driven to something. And in that, it made my earlier life um, not always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, where I am now, I am very, I'll say, eternally grateful for. Yeah. I love where I'm at now. I love my life. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, you know, have the ability to stay connected with this stream of well-being, with, with mm-hmm. source energy that, is my source, my supply, my love. And, and um, yeah, I, I feel like I've kind of unearthed the key, the key yeah. to, to life and to living. So I feel incredibly fortunate now. And I guess that's what I'd like to just relate mm-hmm. to people, since we're on this topic right now, understand that these hardships, these, these chronic conditions, these addictive behaviors, unwanted behaviors, understand Hopefully you, you can understand that it's driving you inside, go inside. Mm-hmm. And this is the start of learning how to, first of all, understand yourself. Mm-hmm. And the second part is learning how to love yourself, mm-hmm. how to let yourself out. And, and to let yourself out, it, you know, it's just about letting yourself be who you really are by healing these beliefs in separation, beliefs that are out of alignment with the truth about you. So, uh, yeah, there's my inspirational uh suggestion or or my 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 push to people uh don't be afraid to go inside that's where your life is yes and i think we've been given you know in in a very roundabout way the thing that we needed by having to stay home more and having to have some more time to ourselves and some more so yeah to take this opportunity isn't it phenomenal what happened I mean, the whole world got brought to a stop. Right. Holy human humans could not have done that. We could not have done that. Right. So we got brought to a stop mm-hmm. and sent to our room to think about it. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, pause, but, you uh, know. Yeah. And in that, we got given the time mm-hmm. and the space because mm-hmm. we got brought to a stop. And that brought up a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in people. And that's where I feel that this is really a an important time in life and and really a time of, tra- time of transformation because um, we are being squeezed. Mm-hmm. And what's coming out in that squeezing is who, I say who we really are, but mm-hmm. who we really are right now, which is the fear and the anger and the separation, belief in separation is at the foundation of this. So hopefully, uh, you know, people who have that degree of awareness, people listening to this can understand that, you know, when you heal the separation inside mm-hmm. of you, that's how we heal the world. Right. And, and that's yeah. the opportunity that we're being presented with mm-hmm. right now, learning how to connect and to love ourselves. And therefore, that's what our world will echo back right. to us. Yeah. And that is, that's the intimate relationship that begins with you. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, yeah. you build out and, you know, I love that it, 
it's separation, like right from the get-go, it's the separation of this, the, the right and the left brain not talking together. It's the separation of like the parts of yourself, the separation of you. And the, and so if you can go back in to that source moment and figure out how to integrate them and how, you know, you were talking about like this, this kind of space and this breathing room, I think there is there's this moment where if you can like pause and then see instead of it, I, I see it like a was that old Atari game like the Pong where instead of like bopping it back and forth, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, there's this instead it finds a way to like flow together, and that is that's you know this opportunity to go back in and see who you are before you're anything else. Um, wonderful mantra, is super simple is you know I am you know because then we put a lot of labels on it. It's like well I am you know the spouse and I am the worker and I am the this and I am the I was like, no, come back to the simplicity. I'm just like, you know, yeah, well, you don't have that, to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the I that is, you know, beyond your body even, mm-hmm. beyond your beliefs right. even. And you talked about stopping. It's the key to be able to continually stop and reconnect. And uh, because it, it's with what we do, we will help people to slow down those those tapes looping nervous system that are right. incessantly looping, you know, within you subconsciously. If this work had a destination, it would be this present moment mm-hmm. where your power only always ever is. Right. So, you know, to continually stop and bring yourself back to this moment is, you know, the key mm-hmm. to connecting with source. And, and uh, some people have trouble are in this fight or flight mode because mm-hmm. they've got these traumas living mm-hmm. within them. So once again, do your inner work and keep coming back to now. Yeah. Keep back to this present moment, the only place your power ever always is. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It's like almost like moment mending. Like you need to go back and, you know, kind of clean up old undigested moments so yeah. that you can be in this moment now. Cause otherwise yeah. Yeah. you yeah. have the tendency to want to go back there Right. And like react or you're future tripping where yeah. you're like, you know, projecting. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. in that is understanding the mind mm-hmm. and understanding that the thinking mind isn't your real mind or isn't your real self. Mm-hmm. And that the thinking mind cuts things up into past mm-hmm. and future. And it literally keeps you from this present moment, keeps you from your power. So when you understand that the thinking mind is mm-hmm. not who you are. And as, as long as you use the thinking mind as your reference point, you believe that thinking mind, and you think it's who and what you are, your mode of living, you will live in drama and anxiety mm-hmm. and, and up and down all the time. Right. So once again, you know, the education part is, is really key to understand, understanding how you work, that you are not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And uh, to continually to, I don't believe meditation is an option to a truly healthy lifestyle because this thing will, will take you over mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know we need to keep stopping continually and reconnecting back to the right. feeling self which is actually right brain yeah. that left brain analytical mode that is forever mm-hmm. either in the future or in the past and keeping you from your power keeping you from this present moment so. yeah so do you do daily writing exercises like shorter versions of of some of what's in the book um are there yeah. like, and I mean, it was like 13 years ago or something that that mm-hmm. got created. And mm-hmm. I still, if the thing is, the I say the work never ends, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. It's not work, right? Uh, and the healing, it like I say, it doesn't take that long. It's not. Mm-hmm. This is not about you know sitting on the couch for two years learning your story. Right. 
um, you get to bring it to resolution. When that happens, once again, that space gets created in you. And what comes through is what I'll call higher consciousness. Yeah. It's you and a, just in the higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. And in that, you will you know, be challenged yeah. to let yourself out, to be who you are. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example. I uh, use this often because it's my other half, Anne, mm-hmm. who we went out in high school. And right. uh, we... Uh, woke up in 18 or 19, whatever it is. And we don't remember saying goodbye. There's a 25 year break. Mm -hmm. And then we got back together again. And when we got back together again, I I wasn't going to, you know, tell her, you need to do this work. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to do this guy. I think anything, I kind of kept it at bay, you know, and, and she saw what I was doing as working with people and so on. But Mm -hmm. so she started to ask questions. And so I I did after a while Mm -hmm. short and then show it to her and she wanted to try it. So we, she did some sessions and totally embraced it. She's now the senior facilitator for this work. But what also came out of that was when she was younger, she used to read tarot just for fun, just a mm-hmm. fun thing to do. And just for fun, uh, a few years ago, she did a, a tarot class, went to go check it out. Yeah. And uh, she went to the tarot class and this person said, you need to be doing this, the person running it. And, and she just like, oh, whatever, just, you know, just having mm-hmm. fun kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, this person took her under her wing. And she is now this in-demand reader. She has not, she says, I haven't done anything. And she's now this in-demand reader. She did 700 readings in her first year. And it's, you know, that was her letting herself out. She still does this work too, but she's really busy with people Mm -hmm. wanting to get readings from her. So it will let out your natural talents, your natural abilities, Mm -hmm. because you're here on purpose. You're here for Mm -hmm. a reason. And, and, you know, the things that you've gone through are Mm -hmm. part of what has got you here now and is part of what is, you know, the characterization and, or the character that has formed you into giving your expression, into giving your gifts to the world, whatever that is, however that is. So, uh, yeah, kind of cool to just let yourself out and that's what will happen. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, this ability to, to see where, the stories can distract you and cause misalignments, maybe detours, but you're never really off because you can't lose your purpose. Your purpose is within you. So if at any moment, yeah, you're willing to just pause and like, and start to go deeper inside, then you'll, yeah. yeah, And all those things just boom, align right back up. And and it's, it's amazing. The, the shift that, that happens. Um, The more we able to trust life, the more we will, will get still and let life. Yeah. And it will show us what it is and give us what it is we need. Mm -hmm. And that's a tricky thing to do when you've had trauma. I mean, I feel like I've spent, I've been in therapy since I was 13, um, you know, a good 30 years practicing what it means to trust. And so much of that, you know, begins within. um, And that's, you know, I think the solutions that come in this book in the form of the writing exercises. Um, and, you know, and like you mentioned, there is support. Um, you can definitely contact yeah. um, his team and they'll support you through the process. Um, but you can, you know, just dive in and it really gives a wonderful back understanding and, and some practical and simple things that you can do, which to me, I think, you know, we all decide what are non-negotiables. Like you wouldn't leave your house without brushing your teeth. So you can decide that you're going to take these three minutes to like, do some writing work and, and, you know, and sit with yourself. Yeah. So we've, we've just got a few minutes um, till we wrap up. What is your uh, kind of closing thought takeaway you want to give everybody listening? 
Uh, just uh, the fact that your life is waiting for you and uh, that life is magnificent. It is who you are. And once again, it can seem scary and can seem kind of out there. Uh, but when you do this work, you'll see that, you know, the, the biggest part, the, the scariest part of fear is the anticipation of, mm. I've heard fear being called the bluff of ego. <laughs> it, you know, it keeps you from moving forward. So mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I just highly uh, recommend that you uh, go inside and, and do one of our intro workshops or what have you and, uh, or work with one of our facilitators and it, uh, you'll, you'll just see how obvious it is and how, how simple it is. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's, it's very simple with about a gazillion different variables. Conscious <laughs> mind. So, uh, yeah, just highly encourage you to connect with one of the trained in CHP mm-hmm. facilitators and, uh, and connect with that life, understanding that the relationship that you have with that life within you is the foundation of all of your relationships and is the foundation of the relationship you have with life. So, uh, do your work and, and let the magic happen. Mm. Live a life you love to live. I love that. That mm-hmm. is fantastic. So this has been Dane Stevens, author of Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life, How to Permanently Heal Unwanted Behaviors, Chronic Conditions, and Addictions um, with the Neurotrauma Healing Process. And you can find out more on An Extraordinary Life, um, I believe is one of your websites, as well as uh, Dane Stevens Online, is it? Yeah, so Dane Online.com mm-hmm. and life.ca. So, okay. But yeah, by all means, yeah. have any questions? Let us know. Love to help you out, answer any questions you have. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us. It has been Thank a you. fantastic uh, conversation. Yeah, great to talk with you. All right. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Intimacy Architecture, helping you to build a life you love. I'm Christiane Bella. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in and being part of Intimacy Architecture. Join Christiane Bella for the next show. We're live every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now go enjoy the weekend.